Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? This week I've got Kanto number one from IDW, published in 2019. For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. If you contribute at the $1 tier, you'll get access to exclusive content on my Patreon. And you help keep the series going. This week I've got Kanto number 1 from IDW published in 2019. This is the series where I review a comic, new or old, for the following dimensions. Cover art, interior art, plot, and overall enjoyability. Let's get started. So I didn't know anything about this series, Kanto. I just saw the cover, I thought it looked pretty enjoyable. Um, and the synopsis of it is what sold me. Kanto's adventure begins. Enslaved for generations, Kanto's people once had hearts. Now they have clocks. When slavers damage a little tin girl's clock beyond repair, Kanto must brave his strange and fantastic world to bring her heart. Can he overcome the dangers that await to save the ones he loves? An all-ages fable inspired by Wizard of Oz and Dante's Inferno. Part fantasy, part adventure, all heart. So the cover features the main character Kanto, a diminutive little knight, some sort of mechanical creation, android, cyborg, who knows. And he fancies himself a strong warrior as he's off to some adventure. I like the cover a lot. I like the font that is used, which is sort of a medieval style font. I like the action pose that the main character is in. And the background is in like a faded style that's very enjoyable, along with his his aspirational concept of who he is, this powerful knight. I like the style overall. I'm, I'm enjoying it. There's a sort of faded aspect that I, that I think works well, contrasting with Kanto himself in his red cloak. The background rocks remind me a little bit of Vasquez rocks, the famous rocks that have appeared in countless sci-fi shows and Star Trek uh, from the 60s and such. But anyway, I enjoy the cover. I give it a four out of five. It's done very well. Uh, it's got some realism, some fantasy to it, uh, rendered very well, very enjoyable and it fits the style of what the book is about. The interior art. Well, that would be by Drew Zucker and Vittoro Astone. The interior art is a completely different style, however. It is much more cartoony in a sense, perhaps not in a very negative sense, but it's not as fantastic as the cover art. The cover art is very grandiose. This interior art is a lot darker and grimier, scarier. There's a lot of dark and purple tones. As I look through the book again, there's just a lot of purple mixed into everything. That might, that might mean something. The anatomy of the characters is nice. Uh, the, the evil characters, they're these sort of like minotaur things. Uh, they're really, really mean. However, the big problem is that the, um, the individual mechanical characters, uh, you cannot tell them apart very easily, except for the scraps of clothing that they wear. Kanto wears some red, um, the female character wears blue, there's an elder with his own little sash, and um, for some reason a mustache. So 
Interior art, unfortunately, I have to rate it a little bit lower, a 3 out of 5, in terms of it's hard to tell which character is which. It has a, an overall sort of like grungy feeling that I kind of didn't enjoy. If this is supposed to be all ages, it's a little bit darker emotionally than I would have thought it would be. And yeah, kids, you know, every kid is different. Some will, will take more mature things better than others. But the, the whole story, as we will get to, is also kind of a, a downer. Um, art, uh, there's detail, there are close-ups. Uh, change in scenery so it's not bad it's not good it's not terrible it's not great so three out of five middle of the road is i think a good grade to give it hey everyone let's take a quick commercial break and let me tell you about the top five 90s gimmick covers this is another comic book related video that i did that you might like if you head on over to my YouTube, youtube.com slash vmcomposjr, and search Top 5 90s Gimmick Covers, you'll find my video where I break down the top five amazing gimmick covers of the 90s. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times, but the best of covers. Check it out on youtube.com slash vmcomposjr. Now back to the show. The plot is by David M. Bucher. And unfortunately, I have to rate this one even lower. This is a 2 out of 5. Uh, I was not, in this first issue so far, fulfilled the promise of an all-ages fable inspired by Wizard of Oz and Dante's Inferno. So far, I haven't seen anything of the Inferno, except, of course, that canto is the Italian word for the type of poem that Dante Alighieri used when he wrote the Inferno, Purgatorio, and Paradiso. But I'm not seeing that so far. I guess in issue two and forward, we will see that. Wizard of Oz, again, I I don't know which version of Wizard of Oz. The original L. Frank Baum, even though there's a quotation from him at the beginning. I shall take the heart, return to the woodman, for brains do not make one happy, and happiness is the best thing in the world. This is the wonderful Wizard of Oz quote. Um, I'm not getting a sense of this Wizard of Oz. Um, the characters are some sort of mechanical characters imbued with life, and they used to have hearts, but now they have those hearts removed and they have clocks. When the clock runs out, their life runs out. One of the characters, as in the synopsis it says in the back, is, is badly damaged, so Kanto goes on his quest to bring back her original heart. Well, there's a sort of, like, revelation that, yes, we're all missing our hearts, but there is someone across the waters that might know where we can get our original hearts. And then the Malorex, which is like the old Elder Malorex. I just, I'm not, I, I don't like the story. It's very depressing. Um, it's very trite. The inciting incident is a female character that is damaged in order for the male character to go on his quest. That is such a tiring trope, even if it is very different. Minotaur creatures enslaving robotic creatures that veneer doesn't disguise just that trope and i would think that that is something that we can get away from nowadays after having a century of comic books and decades of progressivism and idw being a company perhaps that can do different things compared to the big two i just found the the basic plot pretty insulting boy meets girl girl falls in love with boy girl is hurt so boy has to go help her 
And there's even a framing device in the beginning about the, the old stories about the pr princess being kidnapped and the brave boy having to rescue her. Again, very, very trite. Maybe in future episodes it gets a little bit more creative and different, but just as this particular issue, it's a two out of five, the plot. Therefore, the enjoyability of it is also pretty low. It's a two out of five. Again, I thought it was a little too heavy. Uh, it wasn't very hopeful. Um, the art interior was good, but not great. Hard to tell who was who. The cover is one of my favorite things about it. And again, I, I just feel at this point so far, I'm not sold a Wizard of Oz meets Dante's Inferno sort of thing. But we will see in future issues if you choose to come back. Honestly, I won't. I think on this opening issue, I've judged a book by its cover, by its plot, by its interior art, and its enjoyability, and I will pass next month. But what do you think? Leave a comment below. Tweet at me, let me know. What do you think about Canto number one? Was I wrong? Was I right? Do you have any recommendations yourself? I'd love to hear them. So this week I read Canto number one from IDW, published in 2019. If you'd like to see the video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. You can get it for free. But if you enroll in the $1 tier, you'll get access to other exclusive things. It keeps me funded, it keeps me motivated, and I think it's worth it. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.